Turn me up. Turn me up. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Mary Bunch Podcast. It's your girl, Kianda. William. Brianna. Nico. Crystal. Chris. And we are the Bunch. So today in episode four, we're going to talk about the list. Who are you picking? So we're going to tap into what marriage is really about and how picking your spouse is one of the most important decisions you'll ever make. Okay, so let's get into this first topic. What does marriage mean to you? You want to tell us about that, Brianna? Um, when I'm thinking about what marriage means to me, I'm thinking about, like, is God ordained? So when I'm thinking about marriage, I'm thinking about God puts two people together so basically they can uplift him together and use their talents together as a union to basically bring glory to God. That's what I think. Okay. Okay. Good answer. So for me, I feel like marriage is like a reflection. So if I'm, if I'm thinking about marriage, my partner is supposed to like challenge me. So we are supposed to be one, right? That's what marriage is. We're becoming one. So any place that I may be weak, my husband is supposed to challenge me in that area and vice versa. So I feel like marriage is a reflection as if I'm looking in the mirror. So whenever he steps out, he's representing me. Whenever I step out, I'm also representing him. So I feel like to me, marriage is a reflection. Two people becoming one person. He's supposed to look like me. I'm supposed to look like him. Mm. I like that. Yeah, but what do you... Oh, sorry, Chris. Nah, go ahead. I was just saying that was deep. I was just going to ask you, like, to clarify about... What do you mean, like, challenge, though? Like, what does that mean? <clears throat> okay, so I say this all the time to him. Whenever I ask God for patience... <laughs> God sent me my husband <laughs> because <laughs> it sometimes something that I may think is common to me or like common sense to me may not be common for him and vice versa. So in that aspect, he's challenging me to think as if he's thinking and I'm challenging him to think in the same way that I'm thinking to become that you know, become one. So that conflict really isn't conflict. Conflict becomes a conversation. I like that. So basically, he's challenging you to grow. Yes. All right. I like what um, Bree said about the whole union, because that, that's definitely what I was going to refer to as far as marriage. Um, coming together and just complimenting each other, you know, helping each other grow, ho holding each other accountable. You know what I'm saying? That's what I think marriage is. Um, I really think it's like, like for me, Marriage is like, it's a whole nother level of life, period. Um, because you got to, you got to know that you married the right one. You know what I'm saying? Um, your best friend, your whatever. Like, I might get called you for something that I can't call Nico for. I can call Nico for something that I can't call you for. But when you know you got the right one, 
I could call my wife for anything, like everything in every situation, every aspect of life. I could talk to her about anything. So it's just, it's deeper than just coming together. It's like, it's building something that you want to, you want to last forever. Right. And it take time. It take, people say marriage hard. I don't think it's hard. It's just work that you got to put in right. to make it what it is. You feel me? So, I don't know. And I think <clears throat> if it's worth it, you're, it's worth the fight, right? And it's worth the challenge. It's worth the growth and... Yeah, yeah. say it. You yeah. right. You right. <laughs> the growth is, yeah. is, is levels, man. When people talk about levels, marriage is a level that is is... You got to be ready for it. And, and it's also like pushing you to another level. Like I can say me with me and Buki, like our lifestyles was completely different. You know what I'm saying? Like, so he's more street wise than I will ever be. You know what I'm saying? Like certain things where I'm just riding down the road or I'm just, you know, walking around the store and he's more like cautious. He's paying attention to certain things. And I feel like it's not that he's completing me be a whole person, but he's also, I, I don't know, completing me to be a whole person. You know what I'm saying? Like where I may not know something, he, he got the information and vice versa. Okay, so let me ask you, Nico. Did you desire marriage before you were married? And if so, or if not, why? Um, I would definitely have to say no. That wasn't on my plans. You know, growing up, I wasn't like, oh, I want to be married. I'm going to get married. Um, even up until meeting Brianna, I definitely didn't think I would be getting married. It was more of we were just meeting and that was going to be it. I didn't know what it was going to turn into. But as you can see, it turned into something a lifetime <laughs> I would like to think so but yeah that definitely wasn't me growing up so I don't know how anybody else feel how about you Crystal um as a kid I always wanted to be married um when I got older that kind of changed a little bit and then when me and Chris started dating that's when it hit me that I wanted to be married so I kind of went back and forth yes lord <laughs> you have a reason why or why not um hmm as to not being married wanting to be married I just didn't want to be tied down at one point that's how I was feeling alright so me personally I didn't think about it coming up because my parents, my mom and dad, they weren't married. So I didn't have a a visual idea what marriage looked like. And the environment that I came up in, I never really seen a lot of marriages. So, But when I met Crystal, as I said before, I already knew that I wanted to get married. <laughs> <laughs> plug, plug. Yes. He's still spitting <laughs> <laughs> That's that mean side he was telling us about last time. Mm -hmm. What about you, Brianna? Um, I already knew I wanted to get married. Um, growing up, I had great role models and seen a lot of couples. 
growing up. So I knew I wanted to get married. And a lot of times, like a lot of my relationships before Nico were short because I knew they were full of it and I knew they weren't the one. So I was ready to move on to the next. So I already had a mindset that I was dating for a purpose. And if some bums came along, next. (laughs) (laughs) So basically what you're saying, I was the one. You already knew I was the one. Not until like a month into our relationship. But after that, like I was like, oh yeah, this is this is the one. This is my forever. You right. <laughs> Neo. <laughs> the Matrix. Oh. <laughs> um, well, yeah, as for me, I really didn't desire to be married either because um, I ain't see a lot of it coming up. So it won't in my plans for real, for real. Um, so for me, no, I did not desire to be married. Um, not because I didn't see marriage growing up, but um, the examples that I saw, I don't know if I really wanted to be attached to someone like that. And I also, I felt I was comfortable and I was good on my own with my with my family. I was good. So, no, I didn't desire to be married. So we kind of already touched on this examples of marriage in our lives. Like, did we grow up in a two parent household? So um, anybody want to kind of touch on that a little bit more? Um, So, no, I didn't grow up in a two parent household. Uh, My mom was a single mom and then my dad was married. Um, But in my household, my grandmother and grandfather was married. They've been married for, I know, what, 60 plus years until he passed away. Um, So I did get to see that dynamic and, you know, seeing that, that was really good to have that around me, you know, growing up. Crystal, what about you? Yes, I grew up in a two-parent household. Um, My parents just celebrated 50 years of marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, It definitely has helped me throughout my marriage, seeing that, um, you know, you're going to have problems and they got through it. And it lets me know that we can get through our problems, too. All right, for me, um, it started off with two parents. Um, then my mom and dad split up. But like Nico, um, my father was still a part of my life every day. But after that, it was just my mom raising me um, for the remainder of, the, of that time. So I never really got to experience marriage and see it visually. Now, me either. It was um single mother all day long. Um, I did see my dad. He was around, but far as like being in my life i mean he was he was there but he won't there you know what i'm saying but um far as marriage now i grew up a single mother so i did grow up in a two-parent home all my um aunts they all were married um i will say so i got to see examples of marriage um as far as my parents i did talk to my mom i was like you care if i uh Talk about y'all. <laughs> um, but um, I will say the dynamic in the household, my mom and dad, they were married for 19 years and they did um, get a divorce, but I was already grown. Um, so I will say the dynamic in my ho- household did kind of play a part in my decision on or my desire to be married. But I did have examples. Um, for me, I grew up in a, a single parent household. Um, my mom and dad, um, they were married, but I was too young to experience it. And so growing up in church, those were the main examples of 
marriages that I saw. So when I saw them, you know, hung around people, um, those were my role models. And so um, they were great examples. They were married for 40, 50, 60 years. And so I knew that's what I wanted. So the next topic I want to get into is being equally yoked. Um, I've always felt like my definition or the definition of being equally yoked is sharing the same religious background with somebody. Um, but Brianna, what do you, how do you feel about it? Yeah, I think it's like sharing not only the religious background, but ideals, um, go not even, not goals, but ideals and values. And so like when I was reading, um, something, it was talking about like, you know, how if an ox is yoked together, right is like basically they have this head contraption and they're both on it and so with that head contraption on both of the the animals they have to move the same way they can't be split apart Mm. and so when you're being equally yoked you got to move as one you're 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 doing these movements together and there's no way you can be split apart and so being yoked is super important in marriage Mm. so next topic what does your spouse need to have? And I'm going to start that off and I'm going to leave it right here on the table. He needs to have a job. <laughs> hey, I'm being for real. What about you, babe? Well, I work <laughs> hard. <laughs> uh, um, but <laughs> um, she just got to have, um, a good, a good personality, like make me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she, I, yeah, key, okay. Yeah, you, yeah. I'm gonna say definitely um, having a good heart, and Crystal definitely got a good heart. She got a big heart, and I appreciate everything you do, baby. Oh, remember you said that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, for me, I would say being a provider. A job. Yeah. <laughs> that is a must. Got a job. <laughs> so, you know, growing up, everyone has this long list of 20 things they want from somebody. And as I started to grow up, that list started to change. And it was super important that the main thing, like you guys said, a good heart a person that has a heart that seeks God. And that was the main thing. You don't need 20 things. If a person wants to have a heart of gold and seeks God, then everything else is going to follow. And so growing up, you know, when you're young, you're like, "Mm, he got to have a job. He can't live with his parents, all this other stuff. And my baby had a job, but he was living at grandma's house. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, and Nico, and Nico, and Nico, and my boy, don't feel bad, I got you, what was I living at, baby? With his mama, hey, and don't feel bad, cause Chris, where was I at, baby? Mama. Just because you have, a, just because a good man is living at home, they don't have a degree, they don't have all these materialistic things that you think you need. That don't mean nothing. And a lot of times, women think they have to have this long list, and that is stopping them from their blessing. 
and I got my blessing, so you better listen. I know that's right. <laughs> and just to elaborate, I was living at home with my grandparents. That's correct. I don't have a degree, but I'm doing what a lot of the people that got degrees and doing all this stuff that they can't do. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. So I mean, talk, talk, my boy. I mean, so yeah, let's just keep it one hundred. Because a lot of these people that's going to school for twenty years, they ain't got nothing yet. That's true. <laughs> right. But a lot of debt. A lot of debt. That's, mm. that's, that's basically true. it. Right. Oh, and cool. he's a provider, so I don't have to worry about that. Especially being a teacher, he got me. <laughs> 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 well, y'all make me feel bad talking about they have to have a good heart and love God. I mean, those are all good things, but I'm still serious about he have to have a job. <laughs> <laughs> and I got one. <laughs> so, let's roll into another question. Do you consider your ex relationships to be unequally yoked? Yes. Since you, <laughs> Bay, since y'all broke up. Yes. Okay, well, go ahead and start us off. Yes. Okay, you gonna tell us why? Because it is. That's why we ain't together no more. But why? <laughs> nah, it won't gonna work at all. Period. Um, like Brianna said earlier, like you got to be pulling the same way and. We was going in two separate, totally different directions. Like, I wanted to go here. She wanted to go there. So, it won't work. I'm going to have to agree with my brother. I'm going to say yes. Definitely unequal. Um, didn't have the same goals. Um, didn't have the same future outlooks. Um, just going in two totally different directions. Um I don't even know if they even wanted to move in a direction at all, to be honest. So, yeah. Darn. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, I would say yes. Not on the, I guess, like the religious views, but as far as moving relationship-wise. Like, I was pretty much ready to you know, settle down. I thought he was the one, and he he won't have me. He was like, uh-uh. so yeah, unequally yoked. So yeah, for me, I would definitely say it was unequal on my past relationships. It was definitely something um, that I needed to see what I didn't want in life and growing up, and you know, hopefully finding someone that I really wanted to grow with. So basically, babe, are you saying like they're like stepping stones for your next relationship? Um, to basically help you understand what you didn't want, basically. Yes. Cool, cool. Okay, so this episode is um, titled The List. So I want to know, did everyone here hear the Tyler Perry um, interview? Yeah. No, I, I haven't heard it. Okay, so we're going to play it right now. Listen, a, a lot of women, especially black women, and mm -hmm. I might get in trouble for saying this, but I will. In the... In, in our society right now, mm -hmm. black women are making a lot more money for the most part than yeah. black men, right? There are a lot of black men who are successful, but for the most part, black women are making the money. So you, if you can find love, if that man works, you know, at whatever job mm -hmm. and is a good man and is good to you mm -hmm. and honors and honors the house and honors his wife and does what he can, mm -hmm. because his his gift may not be your gift. Exactly. That is okay. Mm -hmm. That's not somebody who's beneath you. Yeah. That's somebody who came to love you at your worth. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right? Yes. And as long as he's secure in himself to mm -hmm. know that 
Yep, she makes most of the money. All I can pay is the light bill. As long as she's comfortable enough to say, I'm going to cover the mortgage and all the other stuff. You've had the light bill. Babe, you can take me to dinner every now and then. Mm -hmm. That is fine. Yeah. Okay, Crystal. So what do you think about that? I mean, I agree with him to a certain extent, but um, baby, you're going to have to pay more than a light bill. Amen. That's all I got. <clears throat> so now y'all know how I feel because I done said it all throughout this this podcast. He have to have a job. Now I will say this. He also said um, if the woman is secure and the man is secure in this in this situation, y'all we we got to think about Oprah and Stedman because for a long time that's he could never make what she was making. And sometimes there will be men that they won't be able to make what some woman is making. I don't feel like equally yoked is based off of financial situations. Yes, I think that he should have something to bring to the table, but it's not all based off financial, his financial background. But being equally yoked financially, I feel like that's part of it. You don't have to make exactly what I make or make more than what I make. But you're going to pay more than the light bill. That's yeah. just me. Okay, I feel you on making more, paying more than the light bill. But see, if we look at the roles differently, if it was a woman and she wasn't making what a man was making, and he said, "Baby, all you got to do is pay the light bill," it would be okay. We would accept that, right? I mean, if that's what he said. But for me and my marriage, <laughs> Chris is going to pay more than the light bill. But see, I'm we're talking about a woman who is making. Five times more than what her husband is making or her boyfriend or whatever. For me, I'm thinking like if he's striving to do more than the light bill, maybe when y'all first get together is only the light bill. But after he get his footing, he needs to pay more than the light bill. He needs to be striving for something more. He needs to be striving to help. Right. So I'm not, I'm going to take the light bill. Let's take the light bill situation off the table. Like, of course he need to pay more than the light bill, but if he makes five times less than you, are you not stepping into this situation with this man, women? Well, first off, are you going to be in the room with the person that is at that status? Typically people that are at that status, they're around people they're meeting people that are similar to them, so that might not even be, you know. Girl, you don't see how Medea movies work. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Mm. So okay, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask the guys because as women, we're saying if we make five times more. No, they saying. I'm, let me let me take myself out of it. I didn't say that. They're saying that if a man is making five times less, they may not, you know, be you know, in a relationship with this person. So men, if you meet a woman and she's making five times less than you, are you going to still step to this woman? Would you still be interested in dating this woman? Be honest. Yeah. Be honest. I mean, now if, I don't know. I I really don't know. Um, it just depends on how much I'm making. Like five times less than me, how much am I making though? You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I am I a millionaire or am I? <laughs> well, I guess we'll get like, okay, we can kind of reword the question. Would you feel insecure if you were making five less than your woman? Your woman, 
I guess you can. That can be the question. I wouldn't feel insecure, but I will also know, like you said a while ago, I got to be striving to do more, because at the end of the day, when I met my wife and I was staying with my mama, and that's why I love her like with everything to to everything I got to this day, because my situation prior meeting my wife. Chris know how I came up. Like people, people know, um, but I didn't have nothing. And for her to love me at my lowest only made me strive to want to be the man that I am today. So if 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 he is satisfied with paying the light bill and only the light bill and not striving to do more, that's not a man to me. That's not a man. You got to be trying to provide for your wife. I definitely agree with my bro. Um, I feel like, so when me and Crystal first met, like I went in the best situation. Um, I was holding my own. I was taking care of my kids. I was paying all my bills, but I didn't have much left after doing all that. So on the dates we went out on, she would take care of a lot of stuff. So, but at the same time, moving forward, I made sure that I was striving to be in a better place. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely agree with what Bree said. Yeah, I definitely agree with that as well. Um, because, you know, when I got with Bree, she thought she was Destiny's Child, Miss Independent Woman. So mm-hmm. when I came into the picture, I'm trying to help pay this, pay this. But she's like, oh, no, I got my own money. I said, well, pay your bills then. We can keep it how it is. But, you know, that's what you want to do. But she, she got she got it real quick when she wanted me to pay something. <laughs> yeah, that was the mistake number one. I should have said, yeah, you could pay. <laughs> but you know that's I guess that's a whole nother question of being this independent woman like you know that kind of might mess stuff up right yeah so basically I mean even him saying it in the um, little clip we played it both parties have to be secure and it seems like what we're saying to kind of like you know wrap it up even if a person is making less money as long as they're striving to do better or, you know, striving to make more money, you know, we can always, uh, you know, see ourselves with somebody who is working towards doing better. Yes. Right. So we kind of touched on this next question, but how did you know you found the right one? Go ahead, babe. You answer. I knew as soon as I saw you love at first sight. Um, as soon as I saw you, I knew you was going to be my wife. Straight like that. Okay, well, mine wasn't love at first sight. So, um, for me, it was after us dating for a while and just kind of seeing his, like, how he treated me in the in that process, like, opening doors. Or if we're walking, um, getting out the store, getting out the car to go into the store, like, he would always make sure I was on the inside and he was against the traffic or if it was like a pothole, he'd be like, watch out, you know, like little things like that really like opened my eyes to, um, him in a different way. Like I really started to see the protector in him. So, uh, what about you, Brianna? <laughs> well, I'll let Nico tell his story first. Cause I'm interested to hear um, so for me, um, when me and Bree first started dating, um, 
I definitely felt like it was love at first sight, but I wasn't for sure. Um, I do have like a little story. So whenever we was talking, um, it was like a week that we didn't talk. So I kind of got really pissed off. So at that point, I kind of <laughs> mm-hmm. knew something, you know, was stirring up in me. So I called Key and I was like, do you know she haven't called me? We haven't talked in a week. I don't know what's going on. I'm about to call her right now. And she basically like F off, basically. So I hung up with Key, called her. And then when she got on the phone, she was crying. And I was like, well, what's going on? What's, why haven't you called me? What's the problem? So she told me what was going on and stuff like that. And then at that moment, I really knew that she was the one for me because I had already, I was basically really caring about why she hasn't been calling me for a week and then once i found out why i felt like an asshole you know which i generally am so it's not bad. <laughs> so i felt really he bad but once you know once that happened i really knew she was the one for me because i really cared about her oh i didn't know you're gonna tell that one <laughs> <laughs> what story did you think he's <laughs> so I, the story so the funny part is like our mom say it all the time like, we have so many stories that are similar growing up, how we grew up, and, like, it's just so many stories. But I was going to say one day, we said something like Any Day Now, and so there's a show called Any Day Now, and not that many people know about this show. And so I started singing the jingle, and then he started singing it. I was like, what? You know this song? I was like, what? You watched this show? And from there, it was just, like, everything started a lot. Like, everything was the same, and yeah. I know it's stupid, but it was... <laughs> It was kind. It was. Yeah. It's like really corny, but we literally met the same person. We're basically the same person in a way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We really complete each other. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the show any day now. I tell you, yeah. I tell you that all the time, don't I be? Like you, the female version of me. No, I tell you that all the time. Yeah. I do. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Crystal, Chris, how what about y'all? Um, for me, it wasn't love at first sight, but I knew early on he was the one. And main thing because he was a single father taking care of his kids, paying all his bills, even though he didn't have a whole lot of money. He was working. It was the fact that he was taking care of his household. His kids came first. All he did was work, take care of his kids, and go to church. Baby, you're mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being honest. <laughs> All right, so for me, um, early in the beginning, um, Crystal, like I said earlier, her heart um, definitely got me because in the beginning, she did things for my kids that she didn't have to. Um, I never forget, uh, was it Jeremiah? Bought him some shoes on his birthday. Um, And ever since then, she took the kids on trips to the beach, circus, all types of things. and she didn't have to do that. And she did that early in the beginning. So that definitely stuck out for me. Okay. So does anyone have any last words to say to wrap this up for us? I do. Um, since this episode was about the list, ladies and fellas, if you have a list, analyze your list, maybe pick two or three things. Like Bree said earlier, you don't need 20, 30 Things listed on your list of what you want in your mate. Just pick one or two things that really matter to you and roll with it. Okay, so that's a wrap for episode four. Everybody, comment below. What values must your significant other possess? And remember, the The wedding wedding is only the beginning. beginning.